0: We may see a little rain on Thursday. Good Tuesday morning and welcome to Coffee Break Extra. Today's show is brought to you by Ross Opera House, Harrison Memorial Hospital, Ewalt Jewelers on Main and Smith Insures. Now say good morning to our host,
1: Mayor James Smith. Good morning, Trent. How are you, sir? I'm good. Good. I've not had you on the other end of the... It's been a while. On the other side of the glass. I
0: wish I felt a little better. <laughs> Just kind of swimming around in here. We'll, we'll, it, stay, we'll stay quarantined in here.
1: It's that time of year. It the, is, man. The, the pollen is flying and the allergies are... I,
0: I think I found out I'm allergic to Louisville. <laughs> I was in Louisville all weekend. Aren't we all? <laughs> I was in Louisville all weekend. I we, mean, we had a fine time. Shelby had a dance competition. We had to walk back and forth a few times out in the windy, cold. I'm, I'm going to say that's what did it to me. But right, it was. Uh, it's more fun to say I'm allergic to Louisville.
1: It is. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, got a beautiful day in store for us today. We'll probably get into the mid 60s and lots of sunshine. So,
1: yay! Should see
0: lots of people out and about and enjoying the weather.
1: All right. Sounds great.
0: I know one guy that might be beating the streets in this, in this warm weather. One of your guests.
1: One of my guests beating <laughs> the streets. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Taking the beat to the streets.
1: All right. Hey, my guests. I got two guests today. You uh, Isaac Daly, Commissioner of Public Safety and Emergency Services, and the new Code Enforcement Officer for the city of Cincinnati, Keith Grob. So welcome. Good guys. morning.
2: Welcome. Good morning.
1: Uh, let's start with you, Isaac, because this has okay. kind of become your monthly. That's right. Show, this, is <laughs> this is my slot. This is my slot. That's right. And nobody better try to take it away. That's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, you brought Keith today because yes. Keith is kind of a new hire with the city, mm-hmm. and uh, it's some changes have happened mm-hmm. with code enforcement in the city over the last couple months. So why don't you yeah.
2: jump in and? and so it's 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 been a process um as everything is in government um, but code enforcement, just to you know rewind when I was campaigning two years ago uh for election can- or code enforcement was one of the number one things that I heard complaints about when i was when I was canvassing doors when I was knocking doors um and so I was like, you know how do we work, make this better and then you know,
1: and, and let's preface it the complaints were not that oh, there's too much code enforcement, right? It, it was, was not enough,
2: <laughs> it was not enough code enforcement. Um, and you know, I'm sure that there there's there's it's a spectrum of opinion, yeah, <laughs> always with everything, and I think especially with something like code enforcement. But my the complaint I heard was not enough code enforcement, not enough being done. Um, but code enforcement at the time was, was under the county. It was a county-managed office. Um, and you know that, that made things a little different. You know, cities with a city having new goals for code enforcement and that office being somewhere else, it kind of complicated things. So uh, things shifted around, and code enforcement came to the city in January, and then we hired Keith and uh, I guessish no it was, february it was early January.
3: february i believe yeah
2: yeah, yeah. time flies um <laughs> but he's 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 started cracking on on everything and uh doing a great job he's he's staying busy which is which is a good thing right absolutely right um, yeah. so.
1: and code enforcement is is one of those hard nuts to crack
2: yeah.
1: no city has it you know figured out right and you're only allowed to do what the state legislature will allow you to do. I mean, they mm-hmm. set the rules and then give cities the power to go enforce them. And the rules are not always on the city side. I mean, right. it's a complicated process mm-hmm. to get people just to clean up their yards and right. and stuff. So so let's talk a little bit about that. Keith, since you've been on, on board, I know it's not been that long. <laughs> Uh, but, um, what's kind of the goal of the city code enforcement what, what kind of balance are you looking for?
3: Well, I think more than anything, it's, uh, you know, to improve, uh, the community, make it a better place to live and to work and make it safe. I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of the nuisance codes are just that they're nuisance, but also a lot of what we do, um, are safety issues, mm-hmm. you know, abandoned cars, you know, uh. Some of the things where if a kid's playing in somebody else's yard, they could get injured and we don't want that for any of the homeowners or property owners. So it it is trying to find that balance where we want to come in and um, not dictate, but also, you know, work to make this a better place, a safer place to help improve property values. Right. Um, you Which know, benefits everybody exactly the, the
1: property owner, the people who live here right
3: right and, and you know especially in in the city, there are so many properties that are um, that are owned by somebody else other than living there, you know a landlord and and with tenants and things like that that they may not be aware of things that are going on at their house or at, at their properties, so a lot of it is more of a heads up and and starting that communication that that line of communication. Um, right you know uh, that benefits everybody
1: right all right uh isaac this this code enforcement journey since taking mm-hmm. it over yeah <laughs> ha- have you been getting calls have you are, are people more excited no not anymore now i sent them to
2: keith <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why i hired him um but and i think that that's you know exactly what he was saying um is 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 right, um, and you know what you were saying also. You know, there's there's different ways to apply code enforcement. You know, it's it's laws that come down from KRS. It's it's also our seventy page nuisance coder, um, and it's it's how do we work with that? How do we work with people with that? And um, you know, you and I went to a conference last year. Um, that talked about code encouragement, you know, that there's, Mm -hmm. that there's a such thing as, um, you know, praising people, residents and citizens in town that do a great job with their property. And that's, that's part of our plan, um, towards the end of summer and fall. So look for code encouragement, um, appreciation as well coming to Cynthiana. Um, but it's all, um, Keith has done a great job bringing more of a personal touch, um, He's, he's tried to be, like kind of alluded to, on the streets a little bit more. Right. Um, if I see something or he gets a, a code complaint from somebody, he's not afraid to go up and knock a door and have a conversation, meet face-to-face. Um, when he first came on, he kind of sent out um, an introduction letter, introduced himself to all the major landlords in town. Um, just to try to you know build that personal side of the relationship. It's not um a city against anybody mentality it's uh we're all trying to do code enforcement right. to make the city a better place right yeah
1: uh so Keith mm-hmm. uh, tell us the the process and in people listening mm-hmm. Understand that we're just talking about within the city limits right now, correct? Because a lot of times we get on here and we start talking about code enforcement. Somebody will text in, "Well, you need to do something about this property," and it'll right. be in the county. Well, right. the county has a code enforcement officer. It's Mike sure. Aldridge. I'm sure you know he wants those complaints. <laughs> but this is yeah. city of Cynthia, inside the city mm-hmm. limits, and, and we know there's some problem properties, and you're probably aware of those. But, oh, yeah. but what's the process when when you get a complaint or? Uh, are you drive around and you look at a property and say, wow, then, you know, there's a lot of trash in that yard. What, what's the process? Well,
3: a lot of, a lot of what we do, um, to begin with there are responses to complaints. Um, so if I receive a phone call or, or an email, um, I will, uh, immediately, I'm in that day, usually drive out, take a look at it for myself because, you know, just to verify, take pictures, um, document everything. Um, and if there's an opportunity to go knock on a door, to have that conversation without, uh, any delay, you know, I want to talk to somebody as quickly as possible again, just to start that line of communication. Um, and if if I can't talk to him that day, I'll send him a courtesy letter and that courtesy letter is, it's not a violation. It, It is just a, let's, let's start the conversation. This is what we see. This is the code that it, it. Violates as it stands right now. Right. Um, they have 14 days to um, either take care of the problem or to contact me and set up a plan. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, seasonal um, issues, things like painting that can't be done during the winter. Um, so as long as I know that that's on, you know, there's a plan in place, then that's kind of where we want to be. Just to have that communication, so that that way, when I, if I receive another complaint about the property, I can say absolutely i understand we've already checked into it this is you know there is a plan in
1: place um just kind of bear with us because of the right. weather or whatever um and, and, and that courtesy letter stay yeah. at 14 days that's not mandated by state that's just something that we do here in cynthiana right. to mm-hmm. give the property owners right time to say hey we want to work with you mm-hmm. let's see if we can come up with a plan to, to yeah. take care of it
3: right and, and when i came in it was a seven day you know you have seven days to respond and, and that was one thing that that Isaac really wanted to do was let's give him a couple of weeks because you know seven days is a short period of time to turn around or or and it it just gives them a little bit more time to to devise a plan or or to get in communication with me and right um you know and at that point really uh after the 14 days if I don't hear anything if I follow up and um, obviously, I drive around, make sure that uh, you know it's been taken care of. If it hasn't, then we'll do a, uh, a kind of a violation letter that again kind of gives another 14 days to respond. Again, to to have that line of communication. Um, like Isaac said, it's not city versus anybody. It, right. It's we're all in this together, and you know we want to make it a better place. So. Yeah. Let's see how we can do that together.
1: So that's four weeks. Yeah. You had the courtesy letter, t- period, the courtesy period, and then the mm-hmm. the actual notice of violation. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. four weeks. Yeah. Most people can clean up whatever the issue sure. is in four weeks. Sure.
3: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of what we deal with are. Or, or, uh, trash there's a lot you know especially the summertime i anticipate a lot of you know the yards growing up my neighbor's yard that type of thing right um but like you said it's plenty of time to take care of the situation there's there some bigger situations that will take more time but again that's why the communications is important so that we know that we're
1: all on the same page and working towards the the common end right and there's probably some things that you don't want to take four weeks oh absolutely Like if somebody puts a couch out oh you yeah know, by the yeah, I'd, by the trash thing. Yep. Yeah, we. That's not a four week. Fix no, there. no. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would love to. Yeah, see
3: it taken care of immediately, and and you know on the plus the positive side, there have been a lot of situations like that where within twenty four hours it's taken care of. Uh, right. You know, just oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that either my tenant or I didn't realize that this is going on i'll take care
1: of right away right and and people do you know i think 95 percent of people want to be good neighbors oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh and and i think it's just you know the five percent who don't care right makes it worse for everybody Mm -hmm. else yeah (laughs) like we wouldn't need a code enforcement officer if it wasn't for that five (laughs) percent right
3: right and you know a lot of it's not understanding you know somebody moved in um moves in and and from a place where they could put anything and everything out on the curb and and it would be picked up, and to have that same mentality and come here and maybe it doesn't happen that way. Right. There's a lot of that. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Right. Or or I don't know. So how should I address this issue? Right. And and I'll help them with that. Yeah. You know. Um. So. Um. It, but it's been it's been a positive
2: positive experience so far. Yeah. Okay. And and I think a portion of it that I am hoping to see is you know. Cynthia, and especially you know through your term, has done um, spent a lot of time, effort, and money on um, working on our properties um, you know this the city hall projects that have been done um, you know this past year, landscaping was done at the police station um, and I think that you know the way that we're going about code enforcement is a way to show that you know we care about. Everywhere, Every bit of city limits. You know, the city of Cynthiana has vested um, thought and intention of that we want it to look the best that it can. Um, you know, and that's that's where we are. And I think that our commission is really united on, on that idea that we want to see uh, Cynthiana be a safer, more beautiful city. And um, I think that starts with code enforcement. And, and, you know, that letter is just a notice of, hey... We see this, and we care about it, and we want to come to a solution and get this fixed. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and I think that showing that we care, I think, will hopefully be a trickle down of, oh, I do need to care about this. I do need to worry about what this building looks like and contagious. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's it. Contagious, contagious caring. <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
1: Hey, uh, we're going to take a break here on Coffee Break Extra, hear from some of our sponsors, and then we're coming back uh, with uh, Isaac Daly, Commissioner of Fire Safety and Emergency Services, and Keith Grob, the city, the city <laughs> code enforcement officer, right after these messages.
4: A cancer diagnosis is never a good thing but knowing you can receive quality oncology care in your own community is. Harrison Memorial Hospital in Cynthiana, Kentucky is excited to offer hematologist oncologist Dr. Michael Horn. Dr. Horn is board certified and has spent more than 20 years treating cancer patients. He's joined by oncology nurses specially trained in chemotherapy administration. They offer a chemotherapy and infusion therapy suite, making travel to treatment easier. A proud member of the UK Markey Cancer Center affiliate network, Harrison Memorial Hospital offers diagnosis, treatment, and research at the local level. Accredited by the Commission on Cancer, they've even earned a five-star quality rating from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Treating cancer close to home can make all the difference.
0: If you're employed by the government or a nonprofit organization, you might be eligible to have your student loans forgiven with the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. Employees of the federal, state, or local government or a nonprofit organization may qualify for loan forgiveness after making 120 months of qualifying payments. To be considered, go to studentaid.gov slash PSLF. That's studentaid.gov slash PSLF. That's where you'll certify your employment each year and anytime you change employers to confirm that you're on track toward forgiveness. Brought to you by the Kentucky Higher Education Assistance Authority, this station, and the Kentucky Broadcasters Association.
2: Ewald Jewelers on Main. Now we could talk carat weight, clarity, color, and cut, but the important thing is if you have someone special that you want something special for, you need to see Steve Ewald. Whether it's holidays, special occasions, birthdays, anniversaries, wedding gifts, Steve will help you find the perfect gift. Watch clock and jewelry repairs. You can resize, remount, or change your stone settings. Quality merchandise, repairs, and awesome service. Combined with a name you can trust. Ewald Jewelers on Main. Phone 234-3741.
1: Loading the kids in the car, brokering peace in the backseat, mastering the snack handoff without even looking. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like figuring out what's growing in that cup holder. That's simple human
0: sense. Call Tlou, Becky, or Joseph at Smith Insures, 234-3641.
3: If you have a guest or topic that you would like to hear on Coffee Break Extra, please call 234-1400. And now, back, back to today's program.
0: Whoa,
1: I've
0: seen fire I've
1: seen uh, James Taylor? Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. How old is he? How old is James it's Taylor? It's his birthday. Today. Uh, gosh, he's got to be one of those guys in his seventies. Seventy-five?
3: Okay. Now I'll ask Keith. Um, I'm at I'm at seventy-two. Okay, Isaac. James 67. Taylor. Sixty-seven. Oh. 76.
2: Oh, well, you win. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what i meant. That's right. <laughs>
0: oh, happy birthday, James Taylor! And uh, if you are a Broadway fan, Liza Minnelli. Oh, really? Also celebrating a, a birthday today, 78. So, um, and now's the time we usually talk about Ra's Opera House. Yeah,
1: we've got a lot of stuff going on at the Opera House. Many, many things. Yes, many, many things. Uh, <laughs> the first thing on the calendar is this Thursday night, our Heartstring <laughs> Songwriter Circle. Yep. Really, really cool event. We, we hope we'll take off, but we have to have people come yep. in order for it to take off. It's a pay what you can. So, if it's $5, if it's a dollar, we we'll... We'll take it. Come on. If you need day. a
0: if you need a date night and you don't have any money, or you got a dollar or 2 <laughs> two fifty, yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. And this bring month, some
0: bring some quarters.
1: Well, this month we're partnering with the Sweet Boutique, ah, so they're bringing desserts well, for for purchase. So I mean, how can you go wrong what, with that? What better date night than to bring your exactly. date? for a couple Some of sweets. dollars that's, thir- that's this it, it, thursday that's this thursday night uh at the ross opera house upstairs in the old theater the music hall that starts at starts at six thirty, and we've got uh, trudy sosby rose who's local here mm-hmm. is one of the featured songwriters excellent songwriter we had
0: her on last week yeah uh, on extra
1: yeah yep. and uh Troy Estes and, and Lane Walton, who are from outside of Harrison County, mm-hmm. so you'll get to enjoy some some regional songwriters there. Cool. And then Saturday, George Moulton and his band take the stage at the Opera House. Full-on concert. Full-on concert, yep. Turn, Melt- turn melting and, faces. Turning up the volume, <laughs> rocking out the Rise Opera House. That's right. Uh, so that'll be Saturday night.
0: That's so, all this week.
1: Yep. And Music then, is this week, and then next weekend starts to play. Twelve uh-huh. Angry Jurors, very excited about. We've that. already sold three hundred plus tickets for that, so it's going to be good crowds. Great, you know, all five showings. There's five showings. Tickets are on sale. Those are reserved seating right, events, right. so you want to get your tickets before. It is best to
0: go on and get them, and you can kind of you you pick where you want to sit. Yeah, you know, if you're more of the back of the theater person, get your seats. If you want to be up front. Yep. You know, if if you want to pick where you want to go, rozupperhouse. dot com.
1: Yeah, and we have for those those ticketed events, people show up at the door sure. with a party of five, and there's not five seats together. Yep. Then they have to sit separate. It's so, and that's a bummer. On.
0: And that is a bummer. It when is that, a bummer when that <laughs> yes. So don't make it a bummer, and get your tickets in advance. That's right. <laughs>
1: that's right. All right, back to you, fellas. Back to code enforcement. If you're just joining us, we have a- Isaac Daly, Commissioner uh, of the City of Cynthia, and Keith Grab, our new our new code enforcement officer. Yep. So, um, well, we did get a question, and I knew this would come in because we always get it, and it's something we've been dealing with for ten years, and mm-hmm. probably whoever was on the commission before that was dealing with the same issue. Are there ways to address the junk car lots in the city? Who owns them? Yeah. We won't address the second part, <laughs> but uh, there are some junk car lots yeah. mm-hmm. in the city limits, and
2: that issue is something, to my understanding, comes from them being around as long as they have, and they are grandfathered in to to be designated what they are, right. um, which is has a different set of rules than you know residential or commercial code enforcement,
1: right. So, yeah. and again, that's state law mm-hmm. dictates what we mm-hmm. can and what we can't do about right. about junkyards. So, yeah, that's call your state representative. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Tell him to get rid of the grandfather clause. yep <laughs> So.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: I'm sure you get calls on
3: that. I, I do. I do. I, I get calls, and that kind of goes to the next point: is if anybody has a question. Hey, I, there's, there's this going on and I don't know if, if I should or shouldn't call, if it bothers you, call, call me, give me a call, shoot me an email and I'm more than happy to go help, you know, go check it out. And, you know, things like junk cars and, and even if it's just one car sitting in the middle of a, of a backyard, um, you know, there are codes against that and we, uh, we want to do everything we can to, to make your experience, especially at your house, uh, a more positive experience but um are on the street or and, on the street and, and, and that may yep.
1: move from code enforcement over to police but yeah you know there's rules on what can be parked right on the street right mm-hmm. yeah. right and, and it has to move work and it, it has to be licensed that's correct yep. yeah yeah,
3: yeah. And, and you know if it's if it's just a car that's been there six months but it's it runs and that's just where they park it and they don't ever drive it um, that's a little bit different than a car that has four flat tires or right. actually it's very different than a car that has four flat tires and, and, you know, their tags expired in 18. Um, right. that's something that we can definitely, um, move quickly on. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, that there's, there's aspects of this, of this position and, and I guess in living everywhere that are frustrating and, and that's, that's one of them. But, you know, again, it's, it's increasing the public awareness and a lot of times people have a lot going on so it's that well i, mean, I i've been meaning to get to that right well let me in, let me help to encourage you a little bit
1: and you know um I, it, you know, we're an aging community, too. Right. We've got some elderly, maybe yep. people who live by themselves, who's not capable of fixing the gutter that's right. hanging off the, right. the house. Mm-hmm. And, and we want to be the bridge because there are groups. There are certain mm-hmm. churches who have work teams that will go help right. the elderly or the handicapped. Mm-hmm. Or, so if you come across those, mm-hmm. you, you're willing to oh, yeah. to help fix the problem, not just find grandma. Right. 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 yeah, that's that's never the goal. The
3: the, the goal is, is to uh um to find a, a the best cure possible for whatever it is. And, right. and a lot of times that is um helping you know, helping a, a a home or a homeowner find a solution to that problem that maybe uh is uh something they just never thought about. Right. And and that's that's the fun part of it, you know. To right. help define those solutions where everybody is happy and um, things are, you see a positive change around town. Right.
1: Uh, I, I guess people should know, or that they may ask, how do they turn in something that they see? How do they report to you? Hey, I saw this house, and mm-hmm.
3: the, really, the best way is either to you know um, contact me directly on my cell phone. That's the best way. Eight five nine five zero eight zero eight one eight, and I think that you can find that on the on the city website. Um, city website also has a uh, uh, a copy of the nuisance code on the homepage, so you can go right on cynthiana.ky.com and find the nuisance code because. You know, if you're wondering if it's a code,
1: code violation or not, look it up or give me right. a call. Um, right. But, yeah. Uh, as, as Isaac said, it's 70-some pages, so <laughs> right. it makes for great reading. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Which is,
3: yeah. 70 sounds like a lot until you look at some of the other, uh, you know, other towns, other cities, and they're in the hundreds, and ours is pretty clear and concise and right. has, has been
1: well written, so. All right, so there you go. If you're out there listening and you you want to know how to... Get the complaint in city website cynthia k y dot com. Uh,
0: Are there any uh, parameters people should know? Like, you know, you don't want it to turn into, you know, kind of neighbor rivalries or anything. <laughs> so, is there like a parameter that people should say? I know it's you. You don't expect everybody to know the the book in and out, the right. nuisance code, but you know. Is there is there something that you can think of? Here's a better way to say it. Is there something you can think of that people might want to call in that they probably shouldn't? Hmm. Or is that... I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of a question that somebody listening might ask.
3: Right.
2: Um... I would rather go with the philosophy that if you live in city limits mm-hmm. and you think there's an issue, just call. Okay. Yeah. We'll figure Fair it out. We'll help Fair you. Fair enough. Um, yeah. You know, just make contact. That's good, um,
1: Probably the number one thing is grass complaints. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And that's coming. But yeah. Sure. I, I think the standard is six inches, right? Um, Eight inches, I believe. Eight inches? Eight inches, yeah. That's a pretty high grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is. Yeah. 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 And that may be one of those that, that we don't give you four weeks. to <laughs> Right, right, because in four weeks we'll be bailing. It'll be, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: It'll be about 20 <laughs> inches. Yeah, we can get a round bale out of your front yard. And that,
0: that is yeah. a good point. We got we got some really nice days today and tomorrow for sure that the grass is going to be growing. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: But I'm not in the city limits, so you can't call on me. Uh, <laughs> no, but I know who to call, Trent. Yes, you do. <laughs> I, know, I know him too. And he doesn't show favorites. So no. No, he I know he would. Really. <laughs> Just uh, got a couple minutes.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, code enforcement is one of those things we believe in America, you know, in individual rights and, you know, mm. property rights and, and all that. And so it's a balance. But when, it you, is. when you choose to live in a city, in close proximity with other people, you're choosing to live in close proximity with other people. That Mm -hmm. way what you do on your property affects property values all up and Mm -hmm. down your street. And and that's kind of the heart of the balance that we're seeking. Yes, it's your property. You can do what you want to within certain boundaries. Right. Right.
3: And I was, I had a phone call yesterday from a gentleman who um, received our courtesy letter and, and was, Wondering how we could how we could kind of control what they did because they paid their taxes and and all that, and I get it you know as a homeowner um and I own rental property i I get that aspect on both sides of that fence, um but at the same time, I want you to put yourself in your neighbor's shoes, would you be okay with that um, right. if you if you looked across your fence, would you be okay with that and and a lot of it's not common sense but common courtesy right you know um and again like you said it's the balance it is we're not trying to dictate we're not trying to pick on people we're not trying to um make an example out of anybody we again are in this all together to help make this a better place to live and to work and right. that's the bottom line
2: Well when you and you, when you live in the city you know it's more than just your dwelling or your neighbor's dwelling um you know, when we're, we have a, you know, the Tourism Commission now, um, you know, we're encouraging people to come and visit Cynthia Ann and, and we want them to visit and come back. Right. Um, so when you have, you know, unsightly properties, it doesn't look like a town that somebody wants to come back and visit again. Um, when we are bringing in, when uh, Garner's bringing people in for economic development, and they, he's driving around town, and he's showing them our downtown district,